0: Hey, it's Coco and Carly, and we are the hosts of Soul Rehab.
1: Each week we'll inspire you to get back on Blueprint
0: through our experiences and journey living through a higher vibration and consciousness.
1: Because ultimately, we're spiritual beings having human experiences.
0: This is your vibrational experience.
1: Big day, Carly. Big, big day. It's a beautiful day. It's actually, it's blue skies here in
0: Kelowna. It's that whole season where we get to have our Bailey creamer in our coffee. You betcha. 10 out of 10. Highly 10 recommend. 10 out of 10.
1: Mm-hmm. Yelp review, mm. 10 out of 10.
0: Yeah. Carly was going to put eggnog in her coffee. That was yesterday's podcast. Yeah. When we podcast it, you put eggnog oh, in. Oh, that's
1: right. I was like yesterday's podcast. Yes, yeah. correct. I yeah. like, That was good. It was like a Starbucks latte without the latte yeah. or the Starbucks. It was, it was, it was good. So, big day, big day. We have um, a guest. Our first guest, besides Scott. Yeah. <laughs> Scott's not a guest. No, he's not. He, he makes, what does he say? Right. Semi-regular appearances. Like one foot in. One, one foot, foot in. Up. One foot out. So, this is a big episode
0: um, for this person and also for all of you to realize that, you know, there there is people outside of our core triangle that are doing the work and really embodying their higher self and I'm really excited in the next years to start featuring everybody and talking about their journeys so you don't feel so alone because I feel like sometimes people listen to us and they think we're unattainable or it's unattainable because or we're crazy or we're crazy (laughs) because we're talking about all these things and you really can get in your head and
1: think like shit ain't changing Mm -hmm. nothing's gonna happen like Mm -hmm. higher self what you know, yeah. how am I going to do this? Or there's like the easy for them to say they are all together 24-7. Mm-hmm. They live a certain life. They're friends. So they have that social circle. So it's cool to hear other people's stories. And what's so funny, what's coming to me right now is when we started this podcast, which will be a year January 2021... I said to Coco after five episodes, we're going to need to get people on because they're not going to want to listen to us. And like, what are we going to talk about? Yeah. So it's been a full year. I bugger about that all the time. So it's a full year and we're having our very first guest. So any guesses? Well, so I did a little story on my Instagram. I don't know if any of you think saw it. I think we should it. go make
0: some avocado toast.
1: I, this person loves avocado toast. So, I mean, yeah. it makes sense. But, like, I'm she's not going to be borrowing any of my clothes, though, because I'm, like, two times her size in all shapes and sizes um, and forms. And definitely not me because
0: <laughs> I wear red, uh, tie-dye. Um, <laughs> I have platform heels in various prints and, you know. You're pink, not basic? And soon-to-be pink hair. So
1: but I love it. Probably not. So I guess without further ado, shall we introduce who this person is? Who's here? It's me. Wow.
0: Where's the music? Dun, I need uh, music uh, cued. Should have
1: had a theme song for you. Who are you? It, yes. Me. I'm Alexia Bonus. Bonet? Yes. Bonet. <laughs> okay. So who who are you, Alexia? What do you do?
2: Um, so I am a sonic toning vibration specialist. I'm located in Regina Gatchman. yes but i am here and holy fuck the contrast of energy
0: i just worked on her head um before we came on podcast because she's had a, a headache scott's walking in with a towel wrapped around him scott say hi just Scott, yell say hi
1: you didn't have to interrupt you to announce that
0: no, no. <laughs> he just no had no his cold bath um so Alexi arrived here this morning and she's had a headache and so finally i was like okay sit down I'm just going to quickly work on her head and she, you know, has had a massive shift of vibrational frequencies and that's what happens is you'll get headaches because she's going from a lower frequency to a high frequency and that that pain in her head came on strong so I just gave her a little bit of relief so hopefully she can give it to you guys good on this episode. But like, What what a great
1: like (laughs) example of something that we would always blame the external on too like Mm -hmm. I know I've flown Mm -hmm. places before like especially going to vacation like somewhere like beautiful and hot and you get there and you have a headache and you're like oh it's from the flight or or (laughs) it's from the airport. (laughs) Yeah Yeah. I've been up since 3am yeah, you know, that's what it's The from. elevation
0: change. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, really, there has been an elevation change, yes. but also it's a frequency change. So um, yeah, she has that label now, but let me tell you, Ooh. when we met her or when I met her before Carly even met her, she was on a whole different um frequency, a whole different experience. And I think her story is just like so great to share, so all of you listening can understand you know, where you are in your journey and what it, what it really takes and, and, and what happens when you really say yes. Mm -hmm. So I was thinking about this the other night and she first came into my world the summer of 2017.
2: That's bizarre.
0: She had messaged me. Um, so I'd only been about a year into, um, knowing that I was a living portal and, uh, person that had also been talking to me in DMs knew you and suggested that you message me for a reading back then, mm-hmm. which is crazy because back then I was like 1-800-MISS-CLEO. <laughs> I was just getting used to like who I was. I was, wasn't was charging. I was just like practicing. I was kind of doing stuff on donation and you came to me to have a reading. Oh
2: my gosh.
0: Yes. And, the and reading, I was in my fashion life.
2: Yeah. And the reading was not what they are
0: now like yes. it was
2: like I think I it re- was
0: still it was still at like the level like the mm-hmm. but if you don't I didn't know you didn't know no. nobody knew how to handle me
2: no and the context of why I reached out for reading would be so different now versus then yeah I mean
0: let's be honest she was triggered and she was triggered about some people in her life mm-hmm. and she reached out to me about that and she got a whole like session on how to handle it Save and me,
2: Coco. Yes, Save it was. Me. I was saving you. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: And then I remember for like the whole kind of next year as I was like in my fashion life and you followed me, you would be like in the DMs telling me how fucking scared you were of everything.
2: Okay, you guys. Literally, I would hear a fucking creak in my wall and be like, oh my God, Coco, um, is there an energy in my house? I don't know. I feel like there's something there. Like I was so afraid of honestly... Anything and everything. Is like, this it was why beyond... you won't
1: watch *Blind Manner* okay, on Netflix? No, but then Carly told me it's about timelines. I'm now on it. Now she's we on. We well, picked yes. Alexi up from the airport today, and we're driving. And then she, we were talking about Netflix or something, and she's like, "How do you watch *The Haunting of Blind Manor*? That stuff scares me." I'm like. Alexia it's timeline <laughs> and as soon as I said that she's like okay well that's fine then yeah <laughs> I'll watch that then
0: <laughs> but in 2017 and 2018 she was definitely programmed by society about spirits and scary. ghosts, and mm-hmm. scary but yet you were so drawn to tear it to no
1: oracle cards or everything yeah and
0: and what else? Is there a
1: difference between yeah I don't know, know oracle cards? I don't know
0: the difference um, it was never my thing
2: well, there is a difference, because, well, I would be like, angel cards only access, like, the light energy, and oh. tarot cards can access the duality. Oh, oh wow, okay, wow, yeah. okay. Okay. Okay, educated,
0: okay, perfect. And so, no, but
2: I'm laughing now. I say that <laughs> in that voice, because that was me being like, oh, these cards are gonna save me, and I pulled them every single day, because yeah. every single day, it was like, wake up,
1: meditate, you your routine. have coffee,
2: but cards were essential, because okay. did I know what I how I felt and what I was going to do. Absolutely not. These cards would always tell me. It was your Bible. It was my Bible. And
1: were you someone too that would like keep pulling until you got the card that you wanted? Sometimes. Yeah. I
2: feel like I started with that, but then eventually I would just, I don't know, just pull a card and then I'd leave them out for the day and that would kind of set the tone of the energy of my day. And I would have crystals on me and carry them with me, but with no understanding of the vibration and energy behind that it was the glam factor it was right. the words yeah. yes
0: so in 2017 and 2018 um and all of 2019 what was your label for yourself then like what were you doing tell Remember. everybody explain yourself Buckle explain up. your contrast tell it life the <laughs> yeah explain um, your contrast life to everybody okay because who you're meeting today is not who you were then no so
2: okay Starting in the very beginning of what I would say was like my journey, my awakening was, um, oh God, where do I even start? I did yoga teacher training and that was kind of the gateway of like working with bodies, which is really interesting now, like now understanding what I do and knowing.
0: Um, And then I was a soul coach. And And so let's just talk about that for a moment. What drives you into the lane of a soul coach? Like, what is that journey to drive you into the lane? Like, how do you get... Do you just wake up one day and be like, I'm going to be a soul coach. <laughs> like, my, you know... I'm not, a, I'm, I'm not a regular coach. I'm, I'm a, a soul, soul coach. coach. Yeah, I mean, it's just really interesting for me because, like, <laughs> I I got my label and really embodied Coco because that came from within me. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting for somebody who was already had a contrast life about, um, like, what's called spiritual or yes. energy where you got that label or how you decided that
2: I feel like I decided that with a mentor that I was working with at the time um and so for me why I kind of adapted like the label or title as a soul coach is because I would say I was the most (laughs) you this is so cringy like soulful of my friends and they would come to me for like meditations or like crystal recommendations or all of these different things so to me that was being soulful and I had thought at that time and at the level of consciousness that I was at that I earned that label okay and Mm -hmm. so from then I would mentor people and was I in any fucking place to mentor absolutely not (laughs) like that was a way for me to not have to look at myself and to be saving people That fed me that fed my wounds so I have a self-worth and rejection wound yes and me having that label and being able to quote-unquote fix people or help them better themselves gave me that hit, Yes. right? So it validated, oh, I'm so worthy because people keep coming back to me or people have written this testimonial or X, Y, and Z. And then my rejection wound, well, it never really happened because was I really being who I am? No.
0: You didn't allow yourself to really show your light at all, No. period. You just hid behind the label, the mask, and what Multiple we, masks. What, yeah, and what we call yeah. the glam,
1: and really your work, like your work in that case. So it's like, oh, here I am helping people. Mm-hmm. So I must not be so messed up if I can help these other people because they've got the issue. Well, it's 100%. my, it's my classic
0: saying. You were the one that was trying to save all the birds with broken wings. Sometimes you need to leave them for the cats, mm-hmm. but you were doing that as the distraction to not have to look at yourself and also just give yourself that like heroin shot. I always say it's like, 100%. oh, if I. I can save them. If I can give them, if they, if they see me as someone special, then I must be.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, cause I didn't think I was special. Yeah. And I never, like even doing this podcast, you guys know before I was like, oh my God. Like, I'm like, <laughs> I do not want to be seen, but that's something I have to work on. Yes. that's why I'm here talking about it. Yes. This is huge
0: for my wounds. Right. And so while you're being this whole soul coach, then you obviously entered a spin. Uh, oh, yep. And I was trapped in there for a long so, time. Alexia and Carly have really educated me this year <laughs> on the whole kind of spin world when it comes to sales and selling. Yeah. And I have been really shook and it's been a whole journey for me because in my contrast life um I, I obviously I sold I owned that fashion company I you know I was in marketing that was my whole world but I always did it from feeling from from a different intent than the way that you guys were coached oh, to do it you yeah. you
1: are still the exception because yes. it's interesting because actually another member of our community messaged me this morning Morgan hey and she was wondering because she's starting to build her own business from Seoul she's mm-hmm. she's doing it quote-unquote, the right way if there is one, but she's doing it because it's her purpose. Mm -hmm. And so she was just asking me about this whole, like, how do I basically sell myself but not sell myself? Because she's like, people need to see what I'm doing, but, like, how do I go about that with the right intention? And something that I was telling her, because she was like, do I... I have been trained in these old traditional ways, and I'm finding it hard to kind of break out of that. So, like, is that the only way? Like, what is this difference? And what I was talking with her about is how... The old ways of marketing and selling is literally the backbone of the 3D world. Mm -hmm. It is lack. It is creating lack. It Mm -hmm. is hustle. You must hustle. It is creating competition. It is creating greed. So anything that's going to be tied to that will not be new earth. So you do have to completely transform your your way of running your business and thinking and doing all these things. Mm -hmm. Because it is just, it's what's created the 3D world is this old way of selling. Yeah. And can I say the most
2: fucking... Counterintuitive thing is to run a business from soul, especially yes. when you have that type of um, training, quote unquote, and, programming. Mm-hmm. and yeah. programming, because you're doing everything opposite than what you've always, quote unquote, thought you should. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. right. So to actually have something that you're excited about, yeah, you can talk about that, but you're not convincing people and telling them why they need to work with you. That's the, you know.
1: Exactly. So what I said to her, I said, you no longer do marketing, you take action. Mm -hmm. Taking action is the new earth way of marketing because by you doing what you do so well people will just be gravitating towards you and will pick up on that and then naturally take interest in it it's a vibrational frequency it's insane it's shocking
0: yeah yeah and I feel like you should really talk about so we're gonna fast forward a bit so she had this whole journey where she was the soul coach to um have her whole journey of like selling and stuff what she will talk about because it was a huge breakdown that Mm -hmm. she went through this year So she, I remember when I started Coco um, last year, like September of 2019, you had kind of like started to follow me in the fall. And then I remember because I had such little followers that you followed me and then you unfollowed me. Ooh, get this get yes. this Alexis, and I was like, like okay. I'm like she's just like super triggered by me or doesn't want to follow me like I had i had already worked through my wounds and stuff so I was like I don't give a fuck who follows me or not follows me like that's on her but get this guys
2: <laughs> it wasn't that it was because I followed her to get a follow back and when she didn't follow me back I unfollowed
0: her hello Classic. spin hello wounds yeah. hello ego yes And that was the fall. Okay, so that was about a year ago around this time that she did that, okay? September. And then all of a sudden, in my uh, DMs around like February, I get this DM from her that she is interested in working with us and specifically me at that time, and I remember I actually wasn't going to take you on because you were aligned with certain energies and people that would have made me feel like you wanted to do the work just specifically for your business. And that is not what we're about. I'm not here to help you grow your business. I'm here to help you get onto Blueprint and help you really, really do this for you. I am not here to help you grow your business by you healing yourself and getting on Blueprint is then a byproduct for who you're going to be in this life. So I had spoken to the team and I said, okay, there's this girl in Regina. I kind of know her from like back in 2017, like never met her in my life, just know of her in my DMs. Um, I had done a, you know, reading for her. And I'm like, what do you guys think? So Carly and Scott both sat me down and they said to me, how this person has to choose me based on who I am now, not who I was back then.
1: Right. And and their intention moving forward. And I think it was even me that specifically said, if she, when you go back to her now and you give her cocoa and she says anything to do with her business, she's a hell no. Yes.
0: Because also you had known me back in my fashion life. So Mm -hmm. you also were possibly, of course you were at that point viewing me from, who you perceived me to be back then, mm-hmm. right? But
2: I, and I didn't really even know you that well. No,
0: it, to make any type of judgment exactly. or awareness. Yeah. So in that moment, um, y- y- they had been really strong with me being like, if this, ask her what her intent is, ask her why she's coming to do this work, ask her about all of this, and if she message says it's her business, even mentions the word, it's a hell no. And you wrote back an amazing response that was right from the get-go it's like your soul almost knew because you're just like i i need help mm-hmm. i i'm tired of this i'm exhausted and how you had word the words i was like okay great, so great. <laughs> yeah and so at that time um carly uh, wasn't on a lot of the calls and stuff so our very first call that we had uh, you had gotten a guide committee reading and that's how we start everybody off with because that like allows you distance-wise, to break into it, to, to feel it. And if you can handle that and you're ready to go to the next step, mm-hmm. then you will know, mm-hmm. right? So you had gotten that guide committee reading and, like, just the basics of it. And you cried when you came here today because I wrote what they had said. They had said to you, if you do this work 11 months, your whole entire life will change. And I wrote a little note in her room and it made her emotional because you didn't believe it back then.
2: No, and I'm getting emotional now because... I feel like from where I was to when I received that, it, it almost felt like how could I? Mm-hmm. Because that felt so disconnected from how I was presenting myself and how I was operating. Well,
1: like, it's hard. You get are tired. So you're you're tired. tired. You're exhausted.
2: You're looking for a way out, but everything is dark. So you don't you don't even know where to start. So yeah, you and know? have you listened to that guide committee no, reading sense? Because I event. feel
0: like it would be so different than who you are now but it really obviously called you out on a lot of your shit back mm-hmm. then right and our first like facetime call yes our first facetime call when you got on to the phone with me or onto facetime with me you had said to me um it, it was so funny you talked about reviews And you had (laughs) somebody who was like being a hater towards you Mm -hmm. or running you down about your business and your coaching and everything. Mm -hmm. And I remember the night before you had messaged me telling me about this review and telling me that that was what you wanted to talk about. And Scott is like, "No, give it to her. Be Mm -hmm. real with her. Show her how it is. And so I did. I gave it to you.
2: You did and I took it.
0: Yes. Because
2: at that time... Facebook reviews and what people thought of me was literally the most important thing, which now it's so cringeworthy. Yes. Because you were conditioned as well. I was so conditioned because I was taught that, oh, a good review means people are going to work with you. A good review means you're worthy. A good review means um, you're doing, you know, a quote unquote good job or you are deemed successful, which... I mean, on paper and to the external, yeah, I did look that way. Mm -hmm. But on the internal, did a 10K month mean anything? No, because I was fucking miserable. Mm -hmm. I was in so much pain. Yeah. That that meant nothing. But I was chasing that for so long because it looked so good to other people. My parents loved it and that fed my wounds. My partner loved it. That fed my wounds. The external loved it. That was amazing to me. Mm -hmm. But was I happy at the end of the day? fuck no.
0: No. And so when you came to me, it was kind of really relatable to me because that was the breakdown of my old life as well. That was the biggest fear for me to have those reviews. And that I had hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of them. And when you came to me, I was like, welcome. <laughs> welcome. And I was like, fuck the business, bro. Fuck all this stuff. None of it matters. Like it just, it doesn't matter. And I really was real with you. And I really told you mm-hmm. all of that. And I was like, but you had to get to that vulnerable point where that review pinged at you so hard to realize that it was time to burn down your life. hmm and that so, was the catalyst truly it was and I came a guns a blaring like literally she probably had five minutes into the call and okay. all of a sudden I just stopped her in true cocoa fashion as I do and chewed her a new asshole really mm-hmm. truly the it guides just took that's over that's so
1: nice what a nice <laughs> visual <laughs> yeah
0: we're very high vibe over here but seriously like yeah. I I am who I am and you really really got you got it from the guides. They just took over. And that was a catalyst moment for you, was it not?
2: A hundred percent. And you don't, like, I think about it now and how could I have even thought that? Because it just, it resonated so deeply. Like, I don't even know how to explain that. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't know vibration then. I didn't know energy then. But it just, it it was so, um, it's hard to find the words. Like, it was just so. Well, you knew. Yeah. My soul was like, Yep, yeah, this is everything I need to hear. And I didn't doubt a fucking thing.
0: No, and you really started to take it then. So then you continued on the journey for the rest of the year where it was like, you know, she basically was the first person to do soul print.
1: We basically, yeah, when we created that program, it was basically through what Alexia and maybe one or two other people via distance had been doing with us because we did see such like an improvement in these people and they were running so we're like what is the difference between them and everyone else that was distance at that time yeah
0: and so you um were really told right off the hop that like you needed to step back from everything that you were you had to step back from this whole label that you had created and i remember it was probably like what maybe even session two or three and it was really early on where she she was like, "I'm deleting my website. I'm deleting my link tree." It was our second session. Yeah, she was like hardcore about it. She's yeah, but like, like what this. was
1: your like reaction when you're told that literally everything that you've created so far we're now telling you just to like not do?
2: I I don't know. I just I was I just was like, okay. I just I knew that I had to do it because I didn't want to be where I was and had been for so long. So to me, there was no other option. It was you fucking do this and get out of it or you sit where you don't want to be.
1: Yeah, well, exactly. And so like that was like, yeah, like good answer because what I was getting at with that and what I was hoping, I was hoping you are gonna say that because people always get so worried about the how and then they get scared of the outcome. So for example, it's like, well, I don't want to start doing this work and then my partner doesn't do it and then we break up. Mm -hmm. Okay that, okay, let's just say that does happen. Mm -hmm. By the time that does happen, you're going to be at the point where that's what you want to happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like for you, it was like, you could have thought about that for, once you probably knew that this wasn't working, you probably knew that you're going to have to make some big changes or stop doing it. So by the time you actually got to that point where you were on the ledge, Mm -hmm. it was the natural next step. So there's nothing to be scared of. Nothing.
0: Yeah. And also in those, in those sessions that we would have, like when we say we told you a lot of times that people need to understand, it's like, I'm in a a channel, like I'm tapped in and they just start spewing to you. So that's also why you would feel it because it was either your higher self or your guides talking to you and telling you that the truth like I know I use like graphic language of chewing you a new asshole or you know whipping you into shape but that mm-hmm. is you doing that I'm just the portal there and then Carly also gets the downloads and really helps. Well, yeah it's
1: not like we're just like girlfriends your partner in pain just yeah. telling you what we think you should do or what our opinion is like you're getting this straight from your guides basically. And the
2: words and language used because it is channeled or yeah. living portal it's what it, it's what resonates the most. Same with the examples or um, maybe like the metaphors you would use because, I don't know, it just, it clicked. yeah, it yeah. Clicked. There was no, you just can't doubt energy. I couldn't doubt it, even if I wanted to. Of course, ego was spinning. Mm-hmm. It's like, don't do this. Like, these people are nuts, you're nuts. And coming back to that example of like, partner's not doing the work. My partner isn't doing the same work as mm-hmm. me. I don't fucking care. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not doing it for him. I'm doing it for me.
0: Yeah. And you said that from the very, very beginning. Yeah. And I have to give that to you as you were like... Like that's never been your spin. Never. No, I don't think. That's never been your spin. And I'm just like laughing as you're talking because also we're in like the second session or third session. And she also brings up the bomb that she tried to listen to the podcast in January and <laughs> had to shut it off. I could not, you guys. I As soon as the intro came on, I was like so
1: fucking triggered i couldn't even what you don't th- like that mad guitar
2: <laughs> i couldn't even get through one episode i was like oh my god who the fuck are these girls like i turned it off i was actually flustered like i don't it was it, so funny now because now i'm just like hallelujah it's <laughs> Tuesday, or thursday or, yeah. you know what i mean like yeah. it's
0: well, the contrast and is I so feel funny. like I feel like you sharing that story too, a lot of people can relate to that because I know Craig had said that to us in our community. He's like, you guys are such a good ego check because mm-hmm. when you can get past what your ego is saying and your ego is going to say some horrible things oh, about yeah. us, right? Yeah. And once your ego can get past that, like it's profound what can happen for you. One right? think about, I think, the contrast of what I was listening to and then you guys. Right.
2: So it's like I was listening to like the airy fairy, like, yeah. oh, everything is like, light and yeah. we're all gonna be you know as long as you align your chakras like do it do the wear these glasses and everything's gonna be fixed versus <laughs> yeah. you guys being like listen yeah. <laughs> honey, right? honey honey listen yeah. honey, honey, Linda, honey Linda. Yeah. you know so the that contrast of where I was and that was the glam and the spin because well, well that's Alexia also the main. Alexia
0: was gonna meet Oprah that yes. was her spin she was I went to oh. I went to Oprah she and was and was in that, whole, that was my life goal, I remember you, you saying to me like when my company was really successful there in 2017 2018 around that time frame you would message me and be like I'm gonna be you like you're I'm the dream I'm gonna be yeah. a super soul sender yeah like. and she just was <laughs> in that whole glam but what's interesting when you look at your contrast life. She knew the greatness she had. She knew her light and her contrast light. Mm -hmm. You just were putting it from the egoic lens. That's
1: okay. I wanted to be on reality TV. So, (laughs) you know, that shows the contrast (laughs) too. (laughs) To
0: get get famous. To get famous. For her blog. uh, For followers. 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 So, um, all of a sudden you're in all these sessions and you're doing this and you're doing radical work. Like you were really like fast track and steadfast. And then... I think I can say that when one of the, the real huge like pivot took for you is when you met your higher self energy. Mm-hmm. So talk to everybody about that because I know there's a lot of mentors and teachers out there who want to talk to get you to your higher self okay. and, you know, do a worksheet and do all these things. And from somebody who really was in that egoic mm-hmm. life of, mentoring from that place Mm -hmm. and being surrounded by a lot of people who were in that place and also you know you really educated me and Carly this year on like the conditioning and the programming of selling Mm -hmm. from that 3D life as a soul coach which Mm -hmm. is so crazy to me where um you know the vulnerability and and, like share the whole journey with that because I think it's really really great for people to understand your pivot and feeling the higher self versus how you knew how it was before mm-hmm. you know what I mean so okay meeting my higher self Judy she's Woo! obviously the best I'm fucking biased
2: though. Yeah. Um, J- J- Judy <laughs> Judy um so when I met her the first thing that came into my mind after I did like the meditation and, and the merging was like okay so I know this woman Judy and then there's me but how do I go from me to her and I really, I found myself, I kind of got a little bit stuck in that. But Let,
0: let's stop for a second. So you read a letter from Judy first. I did, yeah. Tell the people. How was that?
1: Tell the oh people. The people want to know.
0: Because she read this letter first, which is, which is me living, portaling your highest self oh. through, to then do this integration. So you missed the whole step of how you felt when you met Judy. Uh, shocked.
2: Blown away. I was bawling. I just could not understand how, I just couldn't understand how that could be possible for me.
1: Were there any pieces in that letter that you were like, oh my God, was she in my mind? Was she in my head? Okay,
2: yes. <laughs> there was a lot of that too. I think what I quote unquote struggled with was like the um, more of like the future and what she was going to be doing. Because from Soul Coach to Sonic Vibrational Toning Specialist, it's like, what the fuck?
1: Right. Yeah, right? But the clothes loved... Um, love love we find that too we always find like the physical aspects yeah because it's the closest to our current human I would mm-hmm. say is always what people grab to first like even me it was the first thing I did was change my hair color yeah but I just feel like that is like the first kind of connection that you feel with that energy and then it grows from there
2: the clothes the home decor I was like get the fuck out of here like, <laughs> uh are you spying on me like that felt really similar mm-hmm. Um, and then it was interesting because now I find things are starting to click more that I didn't necessarily see when I first received it. Like, I used to always get my nails done neuter light pink, and I would feel so much more, quote-unquote, like myself when I would have my nails done. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm just feeling myself. But I didn't have the awareness of, oh, yeah, I'm, be, I'm accessing and integrating Judy fully. Right. Like, like there's no separation in those moments. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and when you read that letter, you felt it, right? So even uh, though you're yeah. reading the words, like, it... It's that impact point, even though it might've felt so far away. Oh my gosh.
2: Impact. And like I said before, shock, because you know that that's who you are. Yeah. And it's on a piece of paper in front of you and you're like, but what? I've been searching for this my entire life through other things.
1: Yeah, and I, yet you've known it. And, and yet what, I have known yeah,
0: it. <laughs> and we talked about this before, but like when we had our first higher self workshop, I was like, oh, this is going to be lighter than Nights of Cocoa. Like people aren't yes. going to cry. And all of a sudden the whole room broke out. Yeah. And me and Carly were like shook. But we didn't I, even
1: have Kleenex ready. No, <laughs> I
0: wasn't prepared. And then I was like, wow, I guess so. Yeah. Because I guess I forgot how I felt when I met you know, and when we say these names of Liz or Judy, that's the name that you give yourself to assign to the energy of your higher self. Mm-hmm. So your ego has a label. So to you, can help you
1: grab onto it. Yeah.
2: yeah. Okay. And a weird thing is like in high school, all my friends used to call me big booty Judy. And then when I read at the bottom of the letter that my name was Judy, that for me was for my ego was like, what the heck? Like this has been like me from way back in the day. And now it's coming full circle. So yeah. that moment was really cool. But yeah, you can't deny it. You get that letter and it
0: hits you in a way that breaks like it, breaks you. It's it, like it literally it,
2: breaks you open and splits you in half.
0: Yeah. And then you had that whole what you were discussing about the disconnect that mm-hmm. we we see with everyone, especially when you have this new earth label, especially and everybody's starting to get these kind of labels. Mm-hmm. And it's like, look at me for an example. I went from fashion entrepreneur to living portal like the contrast Mm -hmm. is like you're like what the fuck but as you begin to clear away your pipe and do the work you really see how the contrast served you well totally Mm -hmm. because everything that you were experiencing your contrast life is the foundation on which you stand
2: yeah and that awkward period is needed yes because through that you really are able to embody um your purpose more Mm -hmm. because you start to really feel into the things that are so disconnected so when I found or when I you know remembered my new label and was able to have that as and what a gift to be able to get that and know like that's where I'm going or Mm -hmm. where I'm you know where I'm going to be embodying whatever but I found that you just have to be in those awkward moments like I was still doing sessions and they just you know they it feels off and it feels different but you have to just keep going you have to keep feeling through that awkwardness because through that awkwardness is where you can really grow and where you birth out the full and integrated higher self of you.
1: Yeah, I think that's a really good point, Alexia, because what I find often happens when people get their higher self letter, they're like, so pumped because of everything you said, it's them, they, they feel, feel it. Like, yeah. But then it's almost like they get this disappointment and confusion as to how they're going to get there. Mm-hmm. But it's like, what are you what did you expect that. Like, <laughs> if your higher self was exactly who you are today, like, wouldn't that be the disappointment? Like, do you just really want to just be a human in 3D? No, no, you want this amazing label and this amazing life that you can aspire to embody you one day. You want the life. And you, you have to, to outgrow life. the shell that you, you lived in to. You up until this point. You have, have to. You and have so to. Those awkward moments are those moments where you are like, okay, this is your choice point in this moment. Are you going to continue to be this 3D version or are you going to take those steps towards the like? And And I know the
2: pull, right? Because it's like, well, am I really working towards my higher self? Because I'm still doing what I used to do. Mm -hmm. But you're coming at it from a different angle because you have new awareness Mm -hmm. and you are accessing different frequencies. So you think it's the same? Think. But yes. it feels different. Like, yes. Even though I was in sessions, like doing one on one sessions, which now I don't do anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, at that time I would, you know, your ego wants to tell you, like, well, you're not being Judy, you're not being your high self, like really, like you're still doing sessions, you're still quote unquote. Wrong. Soulful, Wrong. Soulful. Right. Wrong, right. Yeah. Which yeah. we know that. Yeah. But when I was showing up in sessions, even my clients were like, Holy shit, that felt different. Yeah. Yeah. Something's shifted, something's different. What's going on? Like it the whole dynamic changes. So If you're listening and you're in that awkward period, just know you have to keep being fucking steadfast. You have to keep going because I promise you. It's ruthless. It's ruthless. But you know what? Every single second that you stop and doubt yourself is a second that you're robbing yourself of some of the best fucking moments of your life. Mm -hmm. And I can speak to that truly because I'm just starting. I have one fucking toe in.
1: Not even the beginning (laughs) of a toe. Like I don't even
2: access that fully, right? Mm -hmm. But. I feel like from being so just dedicated, it's really paid off. Like, I don't know how...
1: And and honestly, in the grand scheme of things, fast. fast. Really fast. And also, like, talking about
0: this now, can you speak to the opposite of what you experienced? About, like, having... And I know so many people have gone through this where they're doing it intellectually. Oh they're my. doing it from the ego. Like, and you really, really, you taught I, that. I did. You yeah. embodied that. You were surrounded by people yes. and you sold that. You had people that tried to mentor you on how to sell that from the 3D perspective, mm-hmm. which I, I I just have a hard time understanding because I never experienced it and I have mm-hmm. compassion for it. I get it. It's the yeah. 3D spin. Mm-hmm. But you were, you were selling hard. soul. I, I was... and and really speak to the vulnerability of that whole thing that you told me how you do really? that to get people to well, that and, place. And
1: before you do that, just that whole thing that you guys are talking about, that is why people look at their higher self and think it's so unattainable. Yes, yes. Like that programming that you're about to talk about is why people look at this letter and think, well, that's never going to happen for me. Mm-hmm. No, it's never going to happen for you if you think that way. Or you, you talk yes, that way. Yes, so now you have or to- Or you're
0: coming from thinking. Though yes. That's what I mean. You yes. have
1: to stop thinking that way and you have to totally reverse everything about your thought process Your feeling patterns, everything, to embody the New Earth label. The bottom line, go ahead. Yes, Yes.
2: because without that, you can't embody it, Mm -hmm. and you'll never fully integrate it. Because it's what is that—a
1: mask and a Mm -hmm. facade—and
2: guess what? When that's torn off who are you at the end of the day? The same fucking person when you got that. Letter. You are
1: someone with no makeup. And what do you say without mascara? Mole eyes, mole. right? That's what <laughs> Alexia calls herself a mole when she doesn't wear mascara. That's who you are under the mask. And you know what? That mole is going to be the prettiest mole there is when you work on it. Seri- the, yeah. brightest, the brightest mole. You're going to be glowing mole. <laughs> a glowing mole. <laughs> Sorry. So, so tell us about the yes, sales. I think, okay. Uh,
0: tell us about the contrast of of, of teaching from thinking and telling people and the sales and all of the the vulnerability to teach from that. I think it, this is really, really important. I want everybody to hear this. Okay, Because so. this is the 3D bridging onto 4D spin that's going on strong right
1: now. And it's the backbone of it. it. it's the backbone. Talk
2: therapy. Yeah. So it was people would come in for a session. They would talk about what's going on. And we would talk them to a solution. Was there any action? No. Maybe... A ritual, maybe a journal prompt, maybe whatever. But is that truly action? No. So
1: you were their partner in pain. A
2: partner in pain and allowed them to sit in the spin. Right. Okay. And that was basically, yeah. sit in the spin. Why? For financial gain. For financial gain. To feed your wounds. To feed my wounds and to feed my rejection wound. Yeah. Yeah. And self-worth. Yeah. So what had happened is I invested in somebody to help me with my business And a lot of this programming came from this person that I had invested in. So what I was taught was that you have a business, you talk to people about, you know, their pains and their struggles, and then you tell them how you can fix and save them through working with you. Mm -hmm. Okay, so people would literally get on a discovery call with me. Only to discover how
0: fucked up they were and how much they needed me to save them. That that bothers me so much right now. Like that in my like I actually feel like crying right now. And when Alexia educated me on this and Carly educated me on this because Carly comes from selling. You guys, I I was the person that was
1: coaching people to do this. So in my sales manager career, I was the one that would tell people how to find out what others' pains are and then how to word what we were selling in a way that made it sound like we could solve that pain that we just uncovered for them. And
0: to me, I was shocked when they educated me on this this year because when I had fashion, my number one mantra was if you're not fucking pulsating cuz that was my word mm-hmm. and you don't feel like um this is like amazing for you put that back on the rack i don't want you out in the world mm-hmm. wearing a shirt from my company that you don't absolutely love, mm-hmm. so I cannot even wrap my head around this. Oh, feelings How I, would, how I no. would make somebody oh feel god shitty to buy clothes. No, no, no feeling None. because as
1: soon as you start feeling, you feel bad, exactly. and then that blows a hole in everything that you're trying to do. So, it's crazy so to me. I love the the feeling. This. No love, feeling. No, I love this so
0: much, and I feel everybody <laughs> <laughs> needs to hear this because it's happening in the spiritual world now. A lot. Hashtag fuck <laughs> <the> feelings. And <laughs> also,
1: I don't know. I don't want to step on your toes, Lexia, but no. what is really funny is we would create the facade though, that we do have feelings. Yeah. So we would create the facade where, so for me, for example, I would try and find out my customer's pains and then I would explain how I can help them. But I would also give them the sense of, like, I'm not selling to you because you have a choice if at any point you want to end this call. Just let me know and we'll end it. But who has the balls to do that? No.
2: And why would they? Because they want you to
1: save them. Exactly. So we're giving them this, hey, do you know what? I'm just here to help you. So, like, you're not going to hurt my feelings if you want to end this call. This is totally on you. It's all good. Mm -hmm. So telling them, being like, I have sympathy for you, but do you know what? You still have all the choice. They have zero choice. If you were on a call and someone (laughs) says that, you have hang up in that moment because that is the only time you're going to be able to hang up literally right so it's like we're creating this like you can trust me because I'm not selling to you facade so aka I feel for you I'm creating this emotional tie to you and
2: what was I putting out on Instagram fake posts talking about fake vulnerability so people feel a false sense of a connection with me crazy it's all part of that quote-unquote selling tactic mm-hmm. and it's disgusting like and now it's cringeworthy and for me, but it was term- ex- and it was
0: exhausting for you like oh you share draining you shared draining. a post with us last week that you wrote a year ago about like your inner child experience and at the end of it you're like we We did it baby Lex and I'm like what (laughs) like I don't even understand like I I feel like baby Lex (laughs) I feel like I'm in the twilight zone so I'm the worst person to talk about this so I'm so glad that these two are because we want you to feel the energy of this and see the contrast because just because someone has that label of soul coach Mm -hmm. you're the prime example of Mm -hmm. it you were just using a label and you were so in 3d using Mm -hmm. all the tactics like here's my crystal, and I'm going to – you're trying to t- teach them on how to – I would teach them how this crystal would literally just help him, like, cure anxiety
2: or Yeah. Which I'm dying. But you I'm didn't dying. even get it. You do not even understand I didn't even what you even underst- I made posts about energy and vibration. Well, Google
1: told you, Alexia, so it has to be true. Oh, of course.
2: <laughs> or someone else told me, and I jumbled around the words to make me seem like the expert. Because right. that was the entire – intent when I was in that life was how can I look like the expert so people buy from me right that's the energy and intent that everything was coming from which is so you know the opposite of who you
0: are now yes such a profound thing to talk about truly and also you taught on the whole think your way to your higher self they not not so much
2: higher self. I taught about like how to connect with soul. Okay. Yeah. So alignment. Alignment. So alignment. So, alignment. Yes. so same, same t- I talked yeah. about soul. Did I know what it was? Had I even had <laughs> an it? interaction with
0: my No. Did you know what <laughs> no. ego was?
2: No. Yeah. But it was fucking loud. I yeah. remember
0: saying to her, she was in my DMs, like, um, I don't remember when, but five D had already come into my language. Mm-hmm. I had been brought the awareness to it. Yeah. And you're like, what's five D? Yeah, Like you had no no idea, idea, but yet she was a sole coach. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. We're not judging or dissing anyone. We're showing that like Alexia walked it. She was that. She's owning that. It's the foundation Mm -hmm. on which she stands, Mm -hmm. but also to bring the awareness of it because you were crawling versus running. I was crawling. Actually, I was spinning in one...
1: Like a top. Yeah, Yeah, I was not
2: moving anywhere. I was just spinning around in a circle. Mm -hmm. And then I also like had... So I did mentorship programs with people where I would like, you know, talk them to a certain state of being through six weeks. Mm -hmm. And then I did um, a soul coach program where I taught girls how to like become soul coaches. And that even to me is Those that
1: can't do teach.
2: Seriously, (laughs) those that can't do teach is correct because basically what I did was just partners in pain with these
0: people
1: right
2: right yeah
0: and also so then as the year went on then Mm -hmm. as that was like a huge layer especially in the summer for you was to undo what was done yeah so I remember the first time she came back onto stories and me and Carly had to lay it out to her we're like you still have that energy Mm -hmm. that programming and conditioning you're Mm -hmm. like oh my god I see it and it took a lot of undoing and sitting with yourself Mm -hmm. and actually like literally burning down your skyscraper like it was it was brutal
2: I have, I can't say any of the friends that I had at the beginning of the year here. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. Every, and that was
0: a hard layer for that you. That was a thick layer for yeah. me. And, and you had to have your journey and see it yourself. I did. I did have to see because that. Because they all support you when you're in the spin. Mm-hmm. But when you begin to rise, what? No, nothing. Yeah. Have I heard from them? Absolutely not. Because mm-hmm. you, you stood in your light. Well, in yeah. case
1: in point, frequency. They were at that frequency, so they're loving you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And the minute you rise out... I'm the
2: new Coco when you turn on the podcast and you're triggering as fuck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the contrast. And and I have compassion because I was there. But it's not my job to stay where they're at because that yeah. doesn't serve
0: me anymore. Yeah, yeah. So And that was a spin for her. As her mentor, I can tell you in the summer, it was like, I feel so alone. You were crying. You're bawling your eyes out. I Was lot. this
2: forever? Yes. I would say all the time. Coco, is this going to last she forever? She used to be
0: like on calls, is my dark night going to be forever? Like, this mm-hmm. is fucking brutal. And mm-hmm. I'd be like, Alexia, keep going. And then the next pivot point for her that was astronomical, that changed the game was timeline. That was big for me. Yeah, it was big for her. And so now she's just like, every time somebody has a timeline, she's like, life changing. Life so changing! Like, they Oh really my God, like... that's when everything changes. <laughs> they are. And after you did timeline and you really felt you for mm-hmm. the first time and walked into those timelines, she's like, I'm coming to Kelowna.
2: Yeah, I had no doubt. I'm like, yeah. it's only up from here, <laughs> but, you know, and because it gave me that reassurance. And because you walk into the door, yeah, you walk into that specific timeline, and you can feel exactly like I don't even know how. to There assume. is no
0: words. You no, feel it, right? but yeah. There's you're no, you're it's in profound. that exact. You're. It's just. It's crazy, and all of you that have experienced it, it's just profound. And so she came to Kelowna. We were just talking about it in May or June. And that is when she birthed out you. Mm -hmm. And like, it's really emotional for me to even think back to it because she Mm -hmm. came and everything tried to stop her. Because that's what happens. Right, Mm -hmm. Carly? The closer you get to your purpose, the more that ego and everything externally is like, don't go. Don't Mm go. Well, I remember like
1: things leading up to you like getting on the flight and then you even got into Kelowna and there was an issue with the lack, rental car lack. and like, like all the these lack, things the spin was
2: huge mm-hmm. huge yes and even opinions tried to, uh, opinions because I was I had no boundaries with my partner's family yes none mm-hmm. because I was so concerned with what they thought of me rejection <laughs> yeah yeah and like,
0: that was a big layer when you first came was. to us was like you know, you really, really have worked through that. And asked
2: permission yes. from them when I came the first time. This time I was like, there's no space for any commentary. I'm yeah. going. And was it brought up? Not at all. So even that contrast mm-hmm. was so apparent to yeah. me.
0: You yes. know? Yes. And so when you came to Kelowna, talk to us about that first experience, um, and how that all like coming, um, she had boundaries then we kept her, made her rent an Airbnb and that's our, well, it's our journey, (laughs) right? You have to, you have to work to get into the space with us because that shows us your intent and it shows us your dedication. And at first I was like, Oh, she can stay, you know, with us and Carly's like, absolutely not. Security was like, she needs her boundaries. Set on. She, set on. To, she needs to come and go like everyone else. Mm-hmm. Cause that, you know, I always see people at their highest. So mm-hmm. that's why I have my security. <laughs> and, um, you had thanked me like a couple weeks ago and said, thank you so much for doing that. Cause it really was the push I needed as well. Mm-hmm. right? It was. And <laughs> Scott just knew.
2: Was sent. it Scott? We don't yeah. know. We can't see him. <laughs> um, sorry what did the you boundaries said? the oh, boundaries in the corner. yeah this time around last time last time oh gosh
0: it was a lot for her. She was so overwhelmed. So I, she she came on her own, which was a big jump, and it's a huge vibrational shift. Like everything during, during, during the like, pandemic, oh, and we were Things a lot had more, just opened up, I we think. Were is a that... lot more looser than Saskatchewan. Everything yeah. was just light, and the, just the energy was like just emotional from the time you got here. Mm-hmm. And then she attended the Nights with Coco, and she couldn't even focus the you, whole time. You guys, I got an
2: activation <laughs> in my letter, and I was honestly just sitting there, like shaking, like closed eyes, just nodding. Even- even knowing what was going on meanwhile nights with Coco was happening and I'm like
0: in the soul and, and it's crazy that she got to feel nights with Coco because she'd only been distanced right? Yeah, and then yeah. afterwards when everybody left she's like what the fuck just went on she's like you can't explain this no yeah. energy in the room was with everybody beyond. she's just like this like she does my letter to this day, you don't even have words I don't have words and in my letter remember like
2: Shout out to Bailey because yes. Bailey was sitting beside me, and in the letter it said that I'd known her.
0: She's a familiar soul, and I was like, I don't know this girl. Like I was, yeah, you were sure like I was defensive excited. about it. I was. Yeah, we were just so overwhelmed with everything because this was also one of the first times that she had been around other people that yeah. were feeling and embodying energy. And then that same weekend, she just got the full meal deal, which people do when they come here. And um, she had a session earlier that day with density, right? And we had unhooked her and did some work. And she was so shook; she was like, "What is even happening?" And then she had <laughs> nights of cocoa. And then she had um, higher self. Well, no.
1: And then we birthed out your gifts. You had a whole day workshop of like you basically. And then ended with higher self. So when
0: we went into session to birth out your label, Mm -hmm. okay, she had now been at a point where she was ready to feel her light and her energy. So this happens for a lot of you guys in this community because I can living portal you and mentor you from that state. So all of the sudden, I'm laughing because I know where this is going. All of a sudden we're all in the room and I'm in and I'm showing her what, like the remembering of who she is. And so I'm like, just really intense. And so is Carly. And we just go, 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 go. And then we stop and we're like, okay, now you're going to practice. Okay. Now go Alexia. You got it. Practice on Carly. And all of a sudden it's like the quiver comes over her whole body. And she's like, I just need a moment. And she's like, ready to sob. And she goes, so basically, I just do Reiki. <laughs> <laughs> and I think Coco and
1: I stop and we're like, we're too much, aren't we? Yeah. Like,
0: <laughs> And we're like, we'll give you a moment. So we lay back on our phones while like she's basically stuck crying because like this is just our world and we have to really remember that we're really intense. Yeah, I was like, I'm going to be like those who do body talk and Reiki and yeah. no one's going to get <laughs> And like have that label of a healer, which is... Oh, so, so the opposite amazing. of our vibration energy healer duty. No. Energy. So once you got it together and we were in quantum together, it just burst out. I was
2: actually in shock because it just flowed. Nobody teach taught me anything. Yeah. It just was in me and when I was able to access that through you being in Living Portal. Yeah. My hands knew exactly where to go. Yeah. my What I was seeing yeah. was profound. I've yeah. never seen that before. Mm-hmm. And so even that experience, because... We're so taught we need a course, mm-hmm. we need a label, we need a degree, we mm-hmm. need all of these things to give Externally. us credit, ex- mm-hmm. to give us credibility mm-hmm. that we're able to do something.
0: But we all have it inside of us already.
2: Yeah. And you don't need that credibility, and you don't need a course no. because yeah. guess what? You can just remember do fucking soul print, yeah. and, <laughs> and you'll remember.
1: But you know what I mean? But you are the course. That's you, the thing. You are the course. Yeah. You are I'm the
0: just course. the hands to help you, and I'm just the body that the vessel to help you portal through you. Mm-hmm. And so.
1: After. And I'm just the dead frog in, in bio class yeah. that's laying there yeah. to work on. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so we use so we use bodies and we went through that whole day with the sessions and it was so profound for Alexia. <laughs> and she was just shook the whole weekend. Then she had Sunday with higher self. You guys <laughs>
1: I thought we needed a medic for Alexa. I (laughs) was
0: gko
2: would I was literally dying on the floor in the kitchen, hanging off the counter. I thought I was going to throw up. I was shoving any food I could find in my mouth. Let's just give the imagery
0: for the people. So... At higher self, everybody reads their letter. Of course, she's already months into working into her higher self integration. And I said, no, I feel called that you should sit in and do this um, meditation Meditation, because it's the power of, you know, cocoa in person and stuff. And we will, and the energy of the room with Carly and all of us, and it will just impact you. So Alexia, and usually during our meditations, we have like six to seven people. That's all we can handle. Um, Usually there's like one or two people that I'm always with and Carly works on the crown of everybody else because I have to help them like integrate and move through. Well, Alexia,
1: she was on the stole the show. Well, there was
0: a few other people that day that were there, but Alexia was on her side about to puke in meditation. And afterwards, yeah, in the kitchen, on the side, being like, where am I? What is happening? Wow. Like, this is coming from... Do you want a saltine and some orange (laughs) juice? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Like, you just got your blood drawn. This is coming from somebody who had that label as a soul coach, had never felt energy, was talking about it, to all of a sudden being like, literally, you can't make this shit up. And truly,
2: I think that's why it shook me as
0: deep as it is. Because I tried so
2: hard tried (laughs) to talk about this with people to talk people to a similar experience oh my god like not even (laughs) no you can't even no there's no words there are no words and you just simply can't talk your way to that state of being or that feeling and that's the bottom line yeah like you
0: really can't so after Kelowna I feel like that was another huge pivot and a huge, you know, she still, you then you went into, you had to go back home to a place that does not understand you to a vibration that's not the same as Kelowda and this community. And that was an amazing gift. You you are choosing to be there for a purpose because I feel like just being alone and understood and not understood in that city was then the lesson after leaving the bubble and the high of Coco and Kelowna, right? Mm-hmm. For sure, and really testing me to be solid in who I am. Yeah.
2: Because I was constantly faced with opportunity to dim.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes.
2: What do you do? Oh, I could have just said, I'm a soul coach. Yeah. I'm a soul coach.
0: No. Or I'm I do Reiki. Or I, yeah, well, seriously, because everybody <laughs> Or seems I'm an to energy worker it. or yeah. whatever
2: I wanted to call But no, constantly I was tested with being solid in who I am and being like, no, what I just experienced in Kelowna, you can't make that shit up. That is who I am. Yeah. And what a disservice every single time I would have said, I am this or I am that. Versus to make other people comfortable. Versus who I know who I am. Mm-hmm. And I realize, and you guys know, I'm a trigger for people. Mm-hmm. A huge trigger for mm-hmm. people. When I'm just being who I am and people aren't who they are, yeah. of course I'm going to ping at them. Mm-hmm. But I had to get comfortable with that because rejection wound mm-hmm. and self-worth wound are like Mm-mm, just say everything because I always used to do that just people please just be right. who others want you to be versus who you actually are
1: yeah so it, it my, my, sorry to interrupt but my favorite <laughs> thing after that was what you what you sent us um regarding what your dad called I know, you thinking about that too <laughs> what did your dad call you when you told him what you actually are what
0: did he sonic the sonic the hedgehog, sonic, the hedgehog. Yeah, <laughs> well, he's
2: like and then in the video he's like sonic <laughs> you are a you are sonic, <laughs> sonic and i'm like all right dad and, but even finding humor in that because i would have been triggered right okay, like four months ago like yeah. oh dad you don't understand me or oh like you and know trying to, to justify, justify or yeah. trying to get him to do a session with coco or a yeah. session with carly to understand to understand what i do no because mm-hmm. honestly and that's been a big lesson for me too of you can't make people see things if they're not ready to, yeah. and you can't make, make people do work that has worked for you if they're not ready to. People have to come to that on their own time and their own conclusion Yeah, because the only person you can control and focus on is
0: yourself. Mm-hmm. And, and the, that's what alignment means. Truly. like Truly to get this solid where you are sitting here today is has been that brutal work, and this is alignment. This is embodiment. And so when you got back to Regina and you had to face all those things and still did, then we entered into the fall here and you were, you were in quite a brutal summer, I would Mm -hmm. say one of the probably most intense, heaviest of your life. Mm -hmm. And me and Carly some days were like, Alexia fucking needs to get it, get it together. She's in the spin, right? But we knew because we've been through it, right? Mm -hmm. But we let you have your journey. We called you out where we could. And you really had to learn how to also not use me and Carly as a crutch. Mm -hmm right? Because it's easy to come to us mm-hmm. to then save you and help yeah, you.
2: Or to get an answer from you when, guess what? Um, why don't I just talk to my own guys in committee? Or why don't I just sit with myself and get the answer myself? Yeah. Like, I don't need you guys. You're great yeah. to have around. I enjoy being around you, yeah. but I don't need mm-hmm. you in order to access X, Y, and Z, because guess what? I can do that myself.
1: Well, you, you kind of started to, you realized, I would say like pretty early on, even, even though, yeah, like you're in the spin, but you still realize that you're not going to come to us for validation. You come to us to reflect or celebrate. So like you would do something be like, look at what I did. And we'd be like, yes, like that is so good. That is what we mean. Good job for taking action. Yeah. Not, Hey, so like, I've been thinking of this. Like, what do you think? Or what to do take you think? and, you and stuff constantly to be, be seen. Like, look at yeah. me. Look at me. Yeah. Right. Because yeah.
2: guess what? It doesn't even matter if you guys even would have validated me, that wouldn't have done anything for me. It would have just spun me in a circle Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because
0: I needed to validate myself and get solid in myself. And your whole Instagram journey was profound too and, and you you should really touch on that quickly is how, you know, you use that to really and still do mm-hmm. to heal your wounds because you had to completely engage differently on a platform than everybody else does. You put your label out there. That was huge for you right mm-hmm. in the very beginning mm-hmm. to all of a sudden put that out there. Own your energy and people could judge you. People unfollowed you and still are. Yeah. And you also saw the contrast of when you post a face and all of a sudden everybody's liking you and commenting you to when you're putting profound information out there and the light contrast and all that to now getting to a point of what how do you feel about Instagram you just don't don't care care. yeah I don't even want to post and when I
2: don't want to post I don't
0: and you unfollowed everybody to clean up everybody that was a huge thing her Mm -hmm. skin was a mess she really realized who you were intaking and what you were intaking Mm -hmm. she used to never shower after engaging in energy and and, like
2: why am I so tired yeah and blame my skin oh it's on my food it's Mm -hmm. all of these different things right and I was always blaming the external. Yeah, and you
0: were really stuck in the traumas and the stories of your past. A hundred percent. And
2: that's what I used in my contrast life. To sell myself to people. Yeah. Oh, well, I've, you know, I've struggled with addictions and my parents had addiction issues and I was, you know, I, I was abused. Mm-hmm. I was abused and yeah. that was my story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And no wonder I was a victim and couldn't get out of that. Cause what was I constantly t- like repeating and, that? And, well, you were
1: selling it. Yeah. That, that, and that's probably that why was, it was hard too. Cause that was your, that was your meal ticket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your pain became your meal ticket. And then that's what you exploited to other people to be like, me too, guys, me too. Right.
0: Yeah, and, and who were you without your stories and without your addiction and without all of that? Mm-hmm. And then you took uh, just another huge turn here in the fall, yeah, and you started embodying who you truly are, and now I can say that you are, you're solid in who you are because just last week you came out of your dark night, mm-hmm. and that that was profound.
2: That was an emotional day, Yeah, and I felt the shift.
0: Mm-hmm. And the dark night, you when you're in it, you feel like you're never going to get out. No. Nope. So I wanted Alexia to come on and be real. And if she has any last words, I want her to say it. And I'm like, I want to say, I get emotional, but I'm really proud of you. You're probably the first one of hundreds that are millions. I don't even know how many in this decade are going to, you know, really move into alignment. And, you know, we always talk about how Planet Cocoa is its own kind of air system, its own solar system. And then all of you guys are going to come in and birth. And birth your own planets. I'm not special. Carly's not special. Scott's not special. And you certainly aren't special. But what happens is we stand in our own alignment and power of who we are. And we just truly don't give a fuck because we're here to raise the vibration. And Alexia is the living proof of this journey and sharing vulnerably what she went through and really just being open to who she is. And, you know, there's going to be hundreds and hundreds and thousands of you that I would say are part of what we would call Team Coco, who we recommend, who we have been with in their journey and really see their light so that they are here as this full unit in ways that I don't think I can even fully comprehend yet in this life, how this is going to unfold. So I'm getting really emotional, but I'm really, really proud of you. I know the journey. It's really hard to say yes to you coming from rural Saskatchewan, both of us in a place that is very judgmental and the lineage is strong (laughs) to get to today. I'm like really proud because I know the journey. So all of you guys together, were better. And, you know, sharing this, just know that there's other people out there. You're not alone. Message Alexia, she's not gonna be your partners in pain, but she'll (laughs) definitely tell you what it means to move into your alignment. And she's profound in her gift. If you're in Kelowna, in the next few days, book her. She has some openings. If you're in Regina, book her. She's profound in person. That's all she does. And you really, really, really should take on her light because she's going to change people's lives in this life. Thank you. So anything left?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I don't think so. Just, Yeah. yeah, keep following your soul and keep being steadfast. And if you need support, please. Send me a DM and reach out because fuck do I get it. Yeah. So I love you guys. Thank you for having me on here. Yes, and welcome to the Kelowna Bubble.